So have you ever been going through life where everything just seems to be nice and peaceful and then you hit a bump in the road called suffering? Yep, today we're talking about that, surprised by suffering. I'm Monica Schmelter. I'm glad that you could join me today for Bridges. I don't know about you, but whenever suffering happens in my life, I'm always caught off guard and surprised, even though I know I shouldn't be because the Bible tells us that we will suffer. But we're going to talk about being surprised by suffering today. And Julie Coleman is my guest, and she is an author, a speaker, a Bible teacher. And I'm just really glad that she could travel in uh, to meet all of you today and to be with us. Julie, good to have you on Bridges. Thank you. Glad to be here. So I'll make a confession here. After all these years of serving the Lord, I am still absolutely surprised by suffering. Absolutely. <laughs> but I tell myself each time, why do I have to keep going to that passage in the book of James that says, don't be surprised by this <laughs> trial? Why do I have to keep walking myself through it? But yet I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we think of, of God as, you know, being totally good and wanting to bless us. And, and, and he is those yes, things. Yes, he is. Um, we don't think of other things that he wants to do, like teach us or uh, reveal himself to us. And so um, from the human side, nobody wants to suffer, nope. but, uh, but we, we, we hope for the blessing part. Yes. And, and, but in reality, though, I shouldn't say it like that because suffering can be a blessing. Yeah. He can use it in our lives in many, many ways. Yeah, he can. It's just that when it's presented to us, it doesn't seem lovely yes. at the time. Yes. And I know that in one of the devotions that you wrote uh, that, I, that I read, I really understood where you were coming from. You were, ta you were talking about a friend mm -hmm. who she just thought God would just protect her. Right. She had, I don't even remember what the illness was, but she was very, very sick. And yeah. she ended up with several extensive surgeries. And it was just a really long process. And she said, I just, I just thought, I, I'd always claimed, there was a verse in Psalm 121, and it was something about, I wish I could quote it, but it's, uh, you know, he who watches over Israel will never sleep, um, he doesn't slumber, and he will not allow, allow harm to come to you. Yeah. So she said, I claim that verse is my life's verse. Mm -hmm. And I thought, but that's not, that's half right. <laughs> right. You know, right. he does watch over us and he is with us always, but he does allow things to come into our lives that are hard. Right. And, you know, um, I have a, a grandson that was born um, quite a long time now in 2013, but he was he was born at 30 weeks gestational and had all kinds of problems, couldn't breathe on his own, anything. And then they discovered he had Down syndrome. And so there was just a lot of a lot to handle in yeah. a short amount of time because we had no warning right. until that he was born. Oh. So anyway, it was very hard. And um, and I was you know talking to my son about it. Um, it was his little boy. He was staying with us while mom was in the hospital and we had the children there with us, the other children. And he said, um, and I was just, you know, talking about just how, you know, horrible and hard it was. And he said, well, you know, mommy said, hard is hard. It's not always bad, but it's just hard. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a great line to draw yeah. and say, yes, this is hard. Yes, God will carry us through it. Um, but it, it doesn't make it a bad thing always, you right. know. I mean, right. there are bad things that happen. I'm not, yes. but you know, in, we can count on God to take those things and, and right. transform us. And really that's what we're talking about is we talk about surprised by suffering. That, right. that element of surprise 
is still there because we're just not thinking that that's going to happen. But look around you, your family, your faith, they're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org/impact. Even though we know that things do happen, mm-hmm. you know, I think you know. You mentioned uh, the grandson being born at just thirty weeks, which obviously you're thinking it's going to be a forty-week pregnancy. Sure. You didn't have prior knowledge. Did you know about the Down syndrome nope. part? No, no idea of anything. And she even had all those tests, but we never got any indication. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you just, we don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, when you think about how really fragile life is, we really, we don't know. We think we know, right? Because mm-hmm. she had all the tests. So you think you know that everything's mm-hmm. fine. I know that, you know, I have a brother that's younger that has Down syndrome. And I remember mm-hmm. um, the shock. Um, and I remember my parents being sad, not that they didn't love my brother. We've always loved my brother. Right. This just wasn't what we were expecting. And we didn't know until my mom gave birth. Everything mm-hmm. looked fine. Looking back, though, Julie, that really hard circumstance has brought so many blessings. Yeah. I think even, uh, you know, being the big sister, when I would see my brother be teased or be left out um it it, you know i'd want to beat people up right (laughs) but i can say this it's made me a more compassionate adult having somebody that was special needs in our home i developed a compassion and a kindness that i might not have developed Mm -hmm. had i not been faced with this every day having a brother that i loved so much Mm -hmm. and watching people mistreat him or put him to the side or act as if he didn't have feelings um, and feeling like they could just say anything to him and it wouldn't bother him. And it's like, you know, guys, I don't know what you're thinking, but this isn't right. This is what we're talking about. These are some of, some of when we can suffer and trust God and obey him. Mm-hmm. We can learn things that we just wouldn't be able to learn otherwise. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And that, that's the thing. It, 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 there's so many ways that God uses it. Um, it but the thing is, suffering has always been in the plan of God. Yeah. Um, it was for Jesus. Jesus was planned. It was planned that he would yes. suffer. You know, he was wounded for our transgressions yes. and by his stripes we're healed. And so that's, that was part of God's plan for Jesus as our savior. And so suffering is just part of what the thing it, it is. It's mm-hmm. what it is for this world. You know, yeah. one day we won't suffer anymore, Amen. but while we're living in this world that's been tainted with sin, Things are going to happen. Yes. And, you know, I know many times we don't think about the fact that Jesus did suffer. You know, uh, he still felt rejection when rejection happened, when when the Pharisees were testing him or asking hard questions. Right. All of that. 
that's suffering, going through all of that, having people not believe you, right? Reject you. That had to hurt. That had to be suffering. I think even going out into the wilderness to be tempted, and it talks mm -hmm. about Jesus being tired and hungry, that's suffering. Right. And he did that for us. And mm -hmm. if he had to do that, then how much more do we? Right, right. What's the right attitude for us as a believer when we're suffering and perhaps surprised by suffering? Well, I think the foremost is we trust God through yeah. it. Um, and, and trust that he's at work. Yeah. I mean, suffering is a sign that a living God is at work in us mm. because that's what he uses suffering for those things. So um, one thing it is for us is it's a crucible. It kind of knocks everything off yeah. that we counted as important. And all of a sudden it, it, it just melts away all those things. Mm. And all of a sudden we start to really understand that God is the thing because everything else got knocked away. My mom um, had leukemia and uh, eventually died of it. And she was very sick in the hospital. And I remember she sent me a card and she said, you know, I'm not sorry. This is in the middle of the illness. Mm -hmm. She said, I'm not sorry. I'm, I've gone through this. And we didn't know if she was going to die or not. But um, she said, because I've learned what's important and what's not. And it's just changed my whole perspective on mm -hmm. life. And she said, I've wasted so much time. And I mean, that's what suffering did for her. Yeah. And so I, I look at that and think um, God has his things and he's going to work them in us. And it's not because he's angry with us or he's mm -hmm. punishing us. It's because he loves us mm -hmm. and he wants to, his, his purpose for us is to develop us into the likeness of Jesus right. Christ. So these things are, do that for us. Yes, they do. And so it's, it's hard to see it at the time, but we can look back and say, oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not that person that I was before that happened, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that, that line of thought, and, and sometimes it's actually taught as well, but that line of thought that, you know, if I will just serve the Lord, then he's going to protect me from this or that. What he is going to do is he is going to see us through it. Mm -hmm. And for if sure. we obey him, he's going to teach us things we couldn't, we couldn't have learned before. I think, as you said, because God loves us, you're so right. I think that when I look at like the situation with my brother and, and having a special needs brother, that the gift of compassion and kindness that God carved in me, mm -hmm. I might have been a much different person. Oh, yes. You know, because I think prior to before he was born, I, I still have a dry sense of humor and I can be sarcastic, but I could be mean-spirited in some of my comments and things like that. Um, and so a lot of that got taken away because I, I didn't like seeing my brother be hurt. And right. I wanted people to love and accept him. Mm -hmm. And um, I learned a lot of hard lessons that way. I wouldn't trade that either. Right, right. I wouldn't trade that either. I, I look at that time and... And it was so hard because like back then, people didn't even say Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. They said mongoloid. Right. And um, my parents were even ostracized. There was even one time mm -hmm. we, uh, there were a few times that we tried to attend church as a family. And I can remember them telling my mom that my brother wasn't welcome in the nursery. And I mean, we're still talking diaper, you know, he's still in diapers, like, it, Down syndrome is not contagious, right? right? <laughs> but 
there w wasn't even wow. uh, a difference at that point between him and the mm -hmm. others in learning because he's still in diapers and so are they. Mm -hmm. People are being fed bottles or, or mm -hmm. nursing or whatever. And I, I, you know, that is something that stuck out to me. And mm -hmm. we weren't even a Christian family yet, but it was like, I knew the pain of my parents. And so I always try to remind myself and others that while this suffering, we might be surprised by it and it's so hard there are some good things that can come. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a great verse in 1 Peter 4. It's, I think it's the first one. And it says, he who has suffered in his body is done with sin. Mm. So it's got that purifying yes, thing where you, you understand some of your bad attitudes or things, you know, that you might have said are so outrageous to you now because mm -hmm. of, you know, what you had to endure as a child, having your brother, you yeah. know, be ridiculed like that. It's a, it's, it's a horrible thing. I had a, um, one of my sons, we were in um, going, we were at a new school. I was teaching in a new school and I brought my kids with me as a Christian school. And the, uh, he, he was very content in his old place. None of the kids wanted to switch schools, but it was a need. It, we needed to make it happen. But anyway, he did, had a hard time finding friends when, when they first got to the school. And this, this guy, he was a great guy. And but he just yeah. came in at the wrong time. Seventh grade is a terrible time to it's switch schools. It's awful because everybody's already got their little groups and their exactly. little friends. And so it didn't come to my attention for probably about a month. But one day he um, came in when I was cleaning a bathroom when we were at home, and he said, "Mom, you know why do you think people tease people?" And, and I was like, "Somebody getting teased, or you know, somebody giving." Well, there's this friend of his, and and he was trying to stick up for him, but the kids had targeted him. Yeah. And so, but as we talked, the more we talked, it came out that he was also being included in that ridicule. Mm -hmm. I wanted heads to roll. Oh, I was like, of "What?" So. I, next morning, I could hardly wait to get up the next morning. <laughs> I marched down that principal's office. Now I'm on faculty, right? And I sat down. I said, you need to know what's going on in your middle school. And I uh, just, just, you know, told her the story. And I was just outraged. And she listened. And she said, I'll, I'll look into it. Because, mm -hmm. you know, that's not, not a good thing for no, any of them, no, including the bullies, right? No, it's not. She said, but, Julie, I do want to tell you one thing. You don't want a son that has not been through suffering. Mm -hmm. She said, because... He will grow, would grow up to be an entitled child, yep. always expecting the good to happen, mm -hmm. zero compassion for anybody. Mm -hmm. And she said, so don't be too quick to, you know, try to fix this. She said, we'll work on it, you know, from yeah. within the system. She said, but trust God in this, that he's bringing something good in your son. Yes. And so that was very helpful for mm -hmm. me because yes. every time I prayed, I was like, okay, Lord, I'm assuming you know what you're doing. Because <laughs> right, it's hard. Oh, my goodness. When it's your children, it's I mean. It's hard. Right? Oh. You'd rather go through it yourself as a mom. Like. Oh, I would walk through the halls of the middle school, and I'd be thinking, which one of you? That <laughs> <laughs> was terrible. I was only in fifth grade, and they were in a yes. different building. But, mm -hmm. but anyway, um, so it was very hard. But I think that that's the thing. That's what happens. Yeah. That you develop compassions and perspectives and things like that that you normally wouldn't have. And that's a really good thing. Yes, it is. And he ended up, by the way, happy ending. He ended up doing great in high school and um, had lots and lots of friends. And, and um, mm -hmm. to this day, very social guy. He and his wife do great with all that. But it's just, you know, th those terrible years. I mean, in, in eighth grade, we, he, we were getting in the car and he said, I said, how'd your day go, Adam? And he said, oh, I was going to say his name. <laughs> how'd your day go today? today? And he said, actually really good, mom. He said, 
this is the first day I haven't cried since I got to the school. I was like, I don't even want to hear this. <sighs> but again, you have to just think, all right, right. God, you know what you're doing. You yes. love it more than I do. That's so right. I'm just going to trust you with this. And he did do That's great right. things through That's it. Right. So. And you just gave such a great example, right, that we can't fix everything. We trust God. We pray. Right. The school was looking into it. It's not like you just let it all go and just say, Oh, you no, know, whatever, no. not that. No, you have to be an advocate for your son absolutely. or your children. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. That we do what we can. Yes. And the part that's outside of what we can do, mm-hmm. we entrust to God, knowing that through suffering and all of these things that he can bring good. Right. You know, and I think of the scripture here out of Second Corinthians 12, uh, 9 and 10, because this is kind of the opposite, right? Uh, at least of what I would think. It says, he said to me, and this is uh, Paul and God, my grace is sufficient for Mm. you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I said it seems opposite to me because it seems like to me that I should get strong for God and show mm-hmm. him like how strong I am. Mm-hmm. And But really, it's when I bring my weakness to him. Even when I bring my God, I'm so mm-hmm. surprised by suffering. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm so honest to say I, I would prefer that none of this would have happened. That when I do that, his strength can be made perfect in my weakness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful place. And think that's what suffering does. It strips us of everything yeah. we thought we were strong about. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the reality of our dependence on him, whether we're going to acknowledge it or not, but exactly. the reality, it's a reality that that becomes very clear. Yeah. And you know, the, you know how they say there's no, you know, heathens in foxholes. Right? <laughs> so when you're in trouble, you know, that's the first thing you do is pray, even if you're in, you know, an atheist. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, right? I have all kinds of people that I know that are not necessarily serving the Lord. Uh, but if they'll see me and they're in trouble, they'll even say, hey, you, you say prayer to the man upstairs, you know, right. Beca- and they might even sometimes be a little mocking toward me or mm-hmm. teasing um, because they're not at that place yet. But when they're in trouble, they know that I will say a prayer for them right. because we have to I don't know. There's just something about our human nature on our own. We, we just want to take care of it. Sure. sure. <laughs> and uh, we have to be placed in that position. And many times it is by suffering where there's just nothing we can do. Exactly. Exactly. Except throw out your hands and just say, God, help. Exactly. God, help. You know, when my little grandson was born, um, yeah. it was a, a very hard evening. You know, yeah. uh, we were all at the hospital and everything. And I I came home and I went to bed and it was just so also devastating, something we just hadn't thought about ahead of time that could be and and cried myself to sleep. Yeah. And the next morning I woke up and I could hear my two grandsons walking down the hall talking about grandma making breakfast. And I was laying there and just I just couldn't even get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, I couldn't even pray. I was just like, help, just help. And so as I, and I started thinking, I said, why, why would you do this to this beautiful little family? Why, you know, and, and God said to me, I, I thought he put a thought in my right. head. He said, you have to decide, am I good? Cause if, if you know, I'm good, then you can trust me in this. 
So you have to decide. And of course I knew he was good. I read my Bible. And so I thought, okay, yes, I'm going to trust in your goodness, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it does, it does that, that whole dependence, like I've got nothing. I got nothing. You got to help, you right. know, and he does, but it's him working through mm -hmm. and not us. And there's something faith building about yes. that. Right. Yes. yes. And I love that you just said you didn't have words. You just said, God help. You know, because, you know, as a Bible teacher and, you know, I know as as a speaker and all of that, there are a lot of great messages on how to pray and how to bring God in remembrance of his word. And all of that is right and true and good. But sometimes it's just all I can say is help. Yes. Sometimes it's just tears. There just really aren't even words. And God hears all of that as well. Because mm -hmm. I've heard people say, well, you know, Monica, I just don't know how to pray. It's like, no, you do. You just don't think you do. Just share your heart with the Lord. Just say what's, you know, even if right. it's just help, he understands what all of Absolutely. that means. He knows what's in our hearts. Yeah. And just even saying help is acknowledging, can't do it. Exactly. It's got to be you, right? Yes. And that that's a beautiful thing. He yes, loves that. Yes. Right? Yes. And I think about the Israelites when they were about to go into the promised land and they, God just wanted them to trust him. He said, I'll go before you. I'll win your battles. Just, you know, just go in obedience, put one foot in front of the other. And uh, the spies came back and they were kind of freaked out because this, this place was pretty well organized and there were a lot of big <laughs> city states and, you know, mm -hmm. giant people compared to them. And, um, and they said, don't go in. And, and Joshua and Caleb were like, what? what? He told us he was going to do it for us, right. you know, and, and they could see. And then, of course, God said, okay, you don't want to trust me? Fine. You'll die out in the desert. Your children will go in, right? Yeah. I, I shouldn't say it so, like, like so sarcastically because God isn't that way. But, but just that idea <clears throat> of I'll give you what you want. Right. Right. And so, and he did. But just trust is so important to him. Yes. It's the one thing that pleases him more than anything else. Yes. Right. And, and trust doesn't mean that we know how he's going to handle it. It's we just trust him in all of the unknowns, mm -hmm. right? You right. didn't know for your grandson how his life was going to no. work out or for your son and for his wife. There are all these things that are incredibly important to all of us. I mean, we're not in heaven yet. This life is all we know. And when things go wrong and when we're surprised by suffering, I know for me, I try to like find answers. Like, how can I fix this? How can I make this work? And a lot of times I'm unable. Well, I never fix it right anyway. <laughs> I can try to fix it, but right. Yeah. But I have to trust him in the unknowns and in the unwanteds and the unwelcomes. Um, and then I find that some of the things that I thought I didn't want were the biggest blessings of all. Yeah, that's true. You know, I look at my brother's right. life and what I've learned, and I look at his commitment to Christ mm -hmm. and the things that I've learned from him. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact.
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. God knew what he was doing. He sure does. Yeah. Yeah. We can trust that about him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so if yeah. someone right now is surprised by suffering and they're thinking, Julie, ah, okay, I thought I was doing really good with God, right? <laughs> I thought everything was fine and now I've got this or I've got that. How do, how do we reorient our heart to acknowledge that we're surprised by suffering, but to continue on and to be faithful and trust him in that? How do we do that? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. Sometimes we'll take... Uh, you know, we think we're following what God wants us to do. We're on board with the plan. And then something comes to, you know, bring us to a screaming halt, sure. right? Yep. And you think, oh, did I do something wrong? Did I mishear you, God? Did I? But in the Bible, all the time, people decide to follow God. And then things start happening. Yes. Things to go against that. Yes. So it's it's not, and I think it's because we need to know that he wants to do it through us. Yes. And if we're on our own charging along, it's just not, you know, it's not the way God's design is for us to work, no. you know. And so I just think we just need to always know that it's not a punishment when something hard happens um, because Jesus was punished for our sins already. Yes. So it can't be that. So it's, it's, a, it's a move he's making to transform us, to mm-hmm. make us more like Christ. And at the end, it's so worth it, right? Yes, exactly. Right. And I'm so glad you said it's not a punishment. He's already been punished for our sins. Mm-hmm. And I can hear someone saying, but what if it's a consequence? What if there are consequences? Even the consequences to our wrongdoing that we face here on earth, if we will acknowledge him and say help, right. he still is faithful to see us through. There are so many things, Julie, that... I've messed up, Mm -hmm. that even knowing God's word, Mm -hmm. when I have just absolutely chosen to miss it, Mm -hmm. right? And when I come to my senses and I repent and I say, okay, God, please help. Mm -hmm. There's never been a time he said, no, I won't help you. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, do you ever see anywhere in the Bible where he doesn't, you know, as soon as we say yes to him, then yeah. he's ready. Yeah, he is. Right. And this scripture out of Second Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, my grace is sufficient for you. There are some mm. times in my, in suffering, right? I will just say, I will remind myself, his grace is sufficient for me. His power is made perfect in my weakness. And if we can get rid of the idea that I need to be strong and right before I come to God. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's just not really the way that he works at all. No. 
No, that's actually the opposite. Exactly. Right? <laughs> we so get it. You look at who he chooses in scripture. It's not the, the people that are, you know, the brightest of the bunch or the, you know, it's, it's the Gideons hiding in the shed, chaffing, getting the chaff out of the wheat. And, you know, it's, it's people that you, you would think, you exactly. know, you, they, somebody calls them, they go, me? Exactly. <laughs> Can't exactly. Be talking to me. You see, and he talks to the Gideon in the wine press, you mighty man of valor. He's yeah, hiding. Right. He's right, hiding. So right. God sees things so much differently than yeah, we do. Thank you yeah. so much for coming today. Oh. It's been good. If you are in a time of your life where you're just surprised by all of the suffering, you're not alone in that. We all mostly are very surprised mm -hmm. by our suffering. But if we can just get past the surprise, and even if the only word we have is help. When we're sincere with that prayer, God hears that and he always answers. His word says that whoever comes to him, he will never cast out. If we need wisdom, he says that he'll give it to us and he won't find fault. So I'm gonna, we're going to put the verse that we talked up uh, about in the show today up on the online extras on the website, monicashmelter.com. And we'd love for you to Go and get that and use that as a resource. Uh, we don't have to stay stuck and surprised in our suffering. God is going to see us through. We are all out of time today, but I say goodbye and God bless you. Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today where you can find all of Monica's latest teachings. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available. Thanks for watching Bridges. Don't give in. God's word says you're an overcomer. If you hadn't done blah, 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 this wouldn't have happened. And let me say this to you. If you think that you are in a mess of your own making, you are still an overcomer. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith and you fight for it. Visit monicashmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Prayer changes things. If you need prayer, visit ctntv.org slash prayer today to submit your prayer request. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. We hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, we hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and especially to those that do not know Christ. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.